doing good. That's good. How am I doing? I'm doing great. Oh wow. Yeah. I feel like you just like shaded me then. No, I ain't shaded. I had a lot I of thoughts going you. on in yeah, my I, mind. I, saw it. I knew that was the next question, so I just you know, we here, we in sync. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was already, already on to the next topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Saturn return. Yeah. So big things is popping. Yeah, I guess. I went through it, so I understand how you feel. You were silent. Yeah, it was. The 29? I thought you was going to leave me. No, nah, I wasn't going away. I was just pondering bro you would you yeah pondering yeah <laughs> like, like you would be in the car and you just be looking out the window <laughs> i'm like this nigga's playing a hands escape <laughs> no i was just pondering man i was trying to figure out my life and <laughs> what the hell i'm doing <laughs> 30s rough man yeah 30s rough but once you get over there that uh cluster I know. You're I've been fine. like talking a hole in your head about college and everything. Yeah. It's not the shoulda, coulda, woulda's. Yeah. It's not that. It's just reflecting. Yeah. It's a reflection period. Yeah. So. I I wouldn't change anything though. Honestly, like I'm turning thirty in four weeks. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, I don't know. Everything's really good. I think. Yeah. I chose my career really early. Mm-hmm. Real estate, powercouplerealestate.com. Let's go. And um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I always I knew since I was in kindergarten that I wanted to be a parent. Yeah, for sure. I knew I wanted to be a wife. I knew I wanted to be a mom. Yeah. Those are like the two things I knew for certain. Some kids know they want to be a doctor. Yeah, lawyer. Astronaut. Firefighter. Anime character. All that. Naruto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh <Right. Master>. Yu-Gi-Oh <laughs> That's my age group Yeah for sure <laughs> Purple Power Ranger you know Yeah yeah, for sure I knew I wanted to be a mom and a wife Yeah um, I was different <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, You know I didn't know I wanted to be married Until I met you Uh yeah, that's a fact. Cause when we was friends, and I was like, "Oh, you should get married." You were like, <laughs> "Pimp, baby." You know, it's like, nah, I never, never hang up never, my ever. play a coat. Right. And I was like, the jersey is staying on. Whatever. You a long term Barbie? <laughs> Man, I have a long term Barbie with no ring on my finger. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, I feel um, that. Yeah, I, but I always am, admired my parents and how, uh, you know, they was married and they had kids uh, and being one of their kids, like all the fun that we had together, with my siblings, we was super deep. We had a minivan, <laughs> a Carolina blue minivan. We stayed, I mean, it it, it was rocking. <laughs> <laughs> and that was so fun to me And I was like You know I did have thoughts Like well, if I do have kids You know I want them to rock Not a minivan Because I would never Buy one of those Well they definitely Be rocking Because Yeah they, be, they they rocking Yeah Yeah They quiet right now <laughs> But for the most part It be rocking <laughs> <laughs> But I think that's good though So I guess we talking about parenting Yeah 
I watched the Sex in the City movie and um, Mr. Big and Carrie, rest in peace, Mr. Big. But he, <laughs> <laughs> Big, he, um, it was this lady and she was like, "So when are you guys gonna have kids?" And Carrie's like, "Ah, oh, we just decided that it wasn't for us." Mm-hmm. And the lady was like, "What? Right? You're selfish." <laughs> <laughs> But I I was like, it hit me though. I was like, she just completely like said she wasn't gonna have kids, and like I didn't know that was an option. I'm not saying that you know I regret my kids. That's not what I'm saying. But I just nobody's ever told me that was an option. Yeah, you could not have kids and just be married. Yeah, you can not have kids, and you know, I knew we you know we was gonna have kids, Mm -hmm. but um, you know, we could have. Definitely like trapping. Here's one if you guys just heard that, <laughs> but um, you know, to take the time out to travel and do like you know, yeah, couple things, but I, ca- I, that, I call it single couple, yeah, like because <laughs> you ain't got because yeah, you really is married to these kids, yeah, like, like the kids make the marriage deeper, yeah. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Like you think you home when you marry. Like you think you're in the house when you marry. Like you really in the house you when really you got kids. House. You really. <laughs> People in the don't house. invite us to stuff. They be like, "Oh, Shanae and Mario, we would have invited you, but you know you have the kids." Like what? I like to have fun too. And my kids like to have fun too. Right. I bring my kids to the bar. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all got French fries. <laughs> right. They good. They. I mean, they be chilling. They turn up with us. Heck yeah. They do. We had them all at the brewery. Yeah. They they be chilling, though. They love it. They love socializing. They mm-hmm. love networking as much as we do. Yeah. But, you know, our parenting style is um, we take them with us. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We they take them with us. Fully hands-on. Yeah, like, as far as, like, us and how we run our business, like, sometimes our kids are with us in the office. Sometimes they come with us to closing. Sometimes, sometimes they're with us for showing sometimes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, for me, it's like, if you can't deal with that, like, my my life, my work, it's all entangled. Right, exactly. <laughs> I work from home. I'm a parent. I flex between wife, realtor, right, right, <laughs> and mommy exactly. all day long. All day long. So you have to, be, you know, this is a super adjustment. It is, yeah, for sure. But um, I think it's important. I love the way we're doing it because it's so important for them to see what we're doing and see mm-hmm. how we're doing it and. You know, because the best example, like, kids is not going to listen to what you say. No, and that was one thing that I've learned in my personal life is, like, my mom might have said, don't do X, Y, and Z, but I did X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. but... I the, need to see what's going to yeah, happen. Yeah, the gold was in the learning. Right, right. <laughs> the gold was in the, you know, looking at what your parents did and, mm-hmm. and how they did it. Right, and, you know, taking what you want from it, mm-hmm. I'm discarding what you don't want. 
I think that's how we do better generationally. Yeah, for sure. Just um, the glow up. Like, I think one of the biggest lessons I learned from my dad was uh, consistency. Mm-hmm. Like, that man went to work for 26 years straight without missing a day. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> and the only reason why he missed a day was because the company moved. Yeah. That was Whoa. it. Whoa. You know, and that's one lesson that... um. I always try to take, you know, just to work on my consistency. I'm not the most consistent, but. I can't even cook dinner on time. Man. <laughs> I'm not the most consistent. But this is something that, you know, I love to work on. You're consistent. We're consistent as in, like, our character. Like, yeah. who we are. Like, oh, yeah. our honesty, our integrity, our loyalty to one another. Um, mm-hmm. the The energy that we put into, you know, what we're building together, like. We're, oh, we're consistent definitely. about. Oh yeah, that's not gonna change. Nah, but it's 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 the action sometimes. <laughs> yeah, man, because you be tired. <laughs> One thing about being inclusive parents like that though, you mm. we do be tired. We be so tired. Yeah. I will be like, hey, let's go out this weekend, and people be like, all right, and then once the weekend come, I be like, baby, mm. I just want to sit on this couch, You're right, and binge watch P Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly, man. Exactly. <laughs> like, people be like, "What are we doing?" I'm home. I put my bonnet on. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> right. It's, like, it's a wrap. <laughs> this weekend is a wrap. I feel you. I mean, we just, you know, inclusive. Mm-hmm. So a big thing about um, parenting was like uh, when Mac, when Mac started school, like as as they progress through the grades, it gets difficult. It gets mm-hmm. more difficult as far as like work. Um, the expectations from teachers mm-hmm. um, they're they're dealing with the pressure and then um, you know the teachers always putting pressure on you right to help them out yeah <laughs> right exactly like it's a lot so like we were we were seeing stress in our relationship I think it was this year beginning of fourth grade mm-hmm. and um it was um, Mackenzie's not doing her work or this isn't happening or blah, 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 blah. And like, I'm always, and it's stressful. And then I'm fussing at her. Why are you doing your work? What are you doing? You know what you're supposed to do at school. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this. This is going to happen. And it was like, nothing was changing, mm-hmm. you know, like no matter how much I fuss. Right. Nothing was changing. Right. So that's when um, I went on Amazon mm-hmm. and looked up parenting books. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you look yeah. back on our past podcasts, we were very... Big believers in reading. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're going to figure it out. Answers in the book. Answers always in the book. <laughs> so the book we picked up was Self-Driven Child by William Stixrid. Yeah, we was looking for something to kind of motivate her. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that book went way deeper. It did, because a disclaimer about the book, and he touches on it a little bit, but um, the book kind of touches, is from a standpoint of parents that are like more privileged in the world they can afford to like put their kids in like these you know psycho yeah. what is it Those. what did, what did they do it was sat training sat yeah. prep prep yeah. school prep mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that sort of thing prep, prep, like prep. they pay them thousands of dollars <laughs> to like deal with their kids because right. they don't know what to do but mm-hmm. um the book was so valuable to me because um i think all of us want to be self-driven you know what i'm saying and i think a lot of the reason why we struggle with consistency is because um 
our parents did everything for us. Oh yeah, most definitely. <laughs> they no reminded doubt. us to get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. They told us to wash the dishes. Told us to do this. Told us. I mean, that was my experience anyway. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, the autonomy <laughs> level. I had a little autonomy, but for the most part, yeah. Yeah, my mom picked my clothes out to the sixth grade. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> And it oh, was man. like, no matter how much I told her, I hate these DKNY pants, mom. Right. <laughs> then she would say, you're being ungrateful. Donna Karen, New York is the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't understand the quality. Why did I care about some Donna Karen, New York? I just wanted Skechers. <laughs> <laughs> man. But it's crazy because, like, if you grew up in that household, like, they would have got you those Skechers. Like, oh, that's what you want? <laughs> I <laughs> man, what? Now, see, y'all had. I feel like y'all had a lot more autonomy than I did growing up. Yeah, but at the same time, it was a lot of y'all. Yeah, he had no choice. Cause y'all was gonna do it. It was deep. <laughs> Keep up with all them kids. So deep for y'all. Yeah, we had a lot of autonomy, so we made like a lot of choices uh, ourselves. I think that helped me a lot because um, it was a certain point that like mom really didn't check my homework or check my report card or mm-hmm. you know and 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 during those periods of time i think she stopped like around the 10th grade and then so from like the 10th grade to the 12th grade i'm on the uh a and b honor roll yeah. that's just for myself because it's something that i wanted to achieve yeah my mom stopped checking my work in the 10th grade too yeah. um yeah when i got a job it was like i was a little adult at that point yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Once I started sure. paying my Virgin Mobile phone bill. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you, know, you pay your own bills. <laughs> yeah, I was paying my own bills, buying my own clothes. I yeah. was, I was doing, had some paper. <laughs> yeah, you can do what you want. Yeah, for sure. But um, as far as the book, the book touched on um, I do want to, I want to circle back to the teacher thing. Okay. I'm not gonna talk trash about teachers, right? Because it's a difficult job. Yeah, for sure. You got to deal with students, and you got to deal with the school board mm-hmm. and how they want you to teach mm-hmm. so i understand the yeah. frustration and we talked to a lot of our past clients that have been teachers and they talk about why they left yeah because of it <laughs> right because like, the school board doesn't give them any autonomy right, <laughs> to exactly. help their kids the way that they need to be helped but teachers one thing i've learned about teachers is like now um they have apps mm-hmm. right so like you're communicating with the teacher through apps so it makes you more accessible. Yeah. Like, I feel like back in the day, it was like they had to really go out their way to call your mom right. so <laughs> and set up an appointment. You know what I'm saying? And that was a lot. That was a lot. Like, you know you messed up if they went out the way to call your oh, parent. Man. Like, you really in trouble. You really in trouble. Or you're freaking genius. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, now the teacher can hit you up anytime. Exactly. So our issue was like teacher was always hitting me up about Mac not finishing her schoolwork. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I, like I said, we was always fussing about it. But the book helped me to understand that when the teacher hits you up, the teacher is trying to relieve herself of the responsibility of, you know, maintaining that order in class. Right. <laughs> so if your child isn't doing something that the teacher needs them to do, it's something going on with the teacher. Right. <laughs> so you have to give them back the autonomy to say, hey, um, what did I tell the teacher? I said, hey, um, 
appreciate you reaching out to me and letting me know, you know, Mackenzie is struggling to finish her work, but I'm not a teacher, so mm. I don't really know what I can do to help the situation. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I said, um, you know, Mackenzie enjoys being in your class. Um, she enjoys um, being around you. She she does, you know, enjoy yeah. you know, what you're offering her, but um, it just seems like, you know, you guys... You need to work on your relationship. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um, of course, like, I sweetened it up, too. Like, I did start sending, like, Starbucks gift cards and things of that nature yeah, just to just say, hey, I'm supporting you yeah. guys and figuring it out. Yeah, y'all figure out y'all relationship. <laughs> but I think that's, like, super important for, because a lot of uh, teachers, you know, sometimes have a hard time connecting, mm-hmm. especially, um, you know, from different cultural backgrounds, it's a hard time connecting with uh, students. Mm-hmm. And so I think, um, you know, what you did, like, that was amazing because, like, now the ball is in your court. Mm-hmm. How are you going to connect with this child? How are you going to connect with the student so that she can get what she needs out of this classroom? Yeah. You have to dig down and find the solution of why she's not turning in her work. Right. What is really going on? And we had to, I the book, mm. you know, I had to stop yelling. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was stressing you yeah. out. Yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it was like, Shanae, this isn't working. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, y'all got to chill, man. You know, I don't like all that fussing. <laughs> so we sat down and we had a conversation with her and i was like what's up what's the deal she was like um you know i'm asking her for help but it just feels like she's always so busy and then when i ask her for help she tells me to like ask somebody else but i'm like they don't know what they're doing either so i was like okay so this is a teacher problem because mac the type of person like if you're not giving her the same energy she's giving you she gonna check out yeah she will check out that's the big leo energy (laughs) and come to find out her teacher had big leo energy yeah so they just had to figure out their relationship on that type of level (laughs) (laughs) yeah because um so giving the teacher back the autonomy to um handle that because the book one of the most important points of the book to me was our job as parents is to enjoy them yeah for sure and that part helped me out too because on the flip note like dealing with uh hop and her eating habits yeah like we used to go at it like yo you just wasting food i mean you're not touching nothing on your plate and then you go and then we throw the food away and then you like i'm hungry i'm like yo come on <laughs> yeah yeah used we used to go at it every single night during dinner time and like i was like you know what i'm gonna take that note i'm gonna just enjoy Mm-hmm. And let her sit here. And if she don't eat, that's on her. <laughs> I'm not fixing nothing else. I'm just enjoy. Her. Yeah. And you know everything been cope steady after that. Yeah, she started eating more. She I started told you, eating Piper more. is like, if you, I don't know, I don't know what y'all got going on. It's a big Gemini. She came, she came for you. Energy, <laughs> right? For real. And we just have to, you know, figure out our relationship. But uh, Hop is one thing about Hopper; she is like a genius for real. Yeah. Teach her something one time, she got it. Mm-hmm. And then she'll practice that thing until it's perfect. Yeah, and she is a perfectionist, and she will get it right in yeah. like three tries. Yeah. I was like, dang, you wanting people that just like good at everything? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, but um, like it's school with school right now she just she just got it mm-hmm. you know? she's real shy so mm-hmm. it took her the first half of school to even warm up to the Your teacher. whole semester 
a whole semester. Like, but once she warmed up, everybody's like, "Oh my God, she's a genius!" And you're right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So yeah. you know, how, I mean, she's doing her thing, but um, yeah, man, it's just enjoying. Yeah, enjoying them. And um, the book also talked about parenting as a consultant. So what I enjoyed about the book was like, because we run our own business, and it was basically teaching you how to parent as a consultant. Like, you know, homework time. Let them do their homework. And you just let them know, like, hey, um, if you need help on your homework, I'm free from five to six. So within that time, come talk to me and we can work it out. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if it's anything, you know, those are my office hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was red. like, wow, you said <laughs> <is it> big red. <laughs> what are my office hours? <laughs> my office hours from nine, nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but just letting, setting a space for them, carving out that time for them. For sure. Um, and that's, that's been absolutely brilliant yeah for sure mac has talked to me about a lot more (laughs) just giving her the time like okay that's my time (laughs) yeah right right and i mean just like yeah she shares everything Mm -hmm. i mean absolutely everything yeah and um for me everything (laughs) i don't know if i'm ready for this (laughs) pineapples (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah i like i like that she does talk to us about things going on socially and uh, Mm -hmm. going on with school um so the fact that she opens up and like she'll come downstairs and peek hey can i talk to you for a second (laughs) (laughs) that always makes me feel good so it means that she feels safe opening up to us and that's I feel like that's the marker that we're doing good. Yeah, and that's what you want your kids to do, is to open up. You know, don't feel uh, ashamed of telling you uh, things. Well, yeah. I know, like, you know, when I was growing up, it was certain things, you know, I wouldn't tell my mom. Yeah, but it's it's like those things that you wouldn't tell your mom, who you telling? telling Your your friends. And they going to give you some dumbass advice. They going to give you the dumbest (laughs) advice. And then your mama going to find out that you've been doing things. Because they told their mama. Right. And now now I'm in trouble. (laughs) An inside joke. (laughs) Right. Right. So now like, you in trouble. Now I'm in trouble because <laughs> you know listen to some dummies. Right. <laughs> oh, I know what you should do. No. 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 Don't do that. <laughs> but you know, yeah, man. I think it's great. She tells us stuff. Mm-hmm. It may come to a point where she uh, don't tell us everything, but you know the floor is open. Yeah, and she know nothing's taboo. Yeah. And she know we find out everything anyway. <laughs> Y'all can see my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big sass energy. Very big. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I I don't know. I'm enjoying being a parent. Um, yeah. I'm enjoying that the girls are getting older. Yeah. I'm watching them come into their own little personalities. Like For Harper sure. is talking so much. Ever since she hit five, it's like it's been on. <laughs> It's been big one, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm enjoying them. I'm enjoying like you know our world. 
Mm-hmm. Traveling, and traveling, this is seeing like my things with them, and mm-hmm. having experiences. Yeah, yeah. Just take them to do different things off the beaten path, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, letting them see the world. I think the world is the best teacher, you know. So if they can go see a cavern, or you know, go see L.A. And, mm-hmm. See the know, Hollywood sign. Yeah, definitely like. China one day. Yeah. You know. We planning big trips in the future. Yeah. But um yeah, my my biggest thing is um for them to not be afraid of the world. To right. be be to not be afraid to like step out yeah. and do things. Like I hope that you know, they live in Europe mm-hmm. <laughs> for a little bit or you know, mm-hmm. just just I just need our kids to know that it's options. It's so many options. Yeah. And I'm I'm just it's my job to open those doors to give you the ability to see all of your options, not to choose for you, right. but to allow you to pick what's yeah. best for you. I'm give you the keys. Mm-hmm. Let you get in the driver's seat. Yeah. And you drive. Right. I'm gonna just ride in the passenger side. Mm-hmm. Cause one thing I'm learning about my little sister, she a Gen Zer. I'm like, bruh, like I don't, I can't help you. Mm-hmm. I don't have any advice for you mm-hmm. because it's different. It's just different it now. Is, it's it's very different. And everybody thought millennials was well. Oh, they have all this MySpace and access to Amazon. Blah blah blah. Everything's mm-hmm. fast. No. Yeah, Gen Zer, they grew up with the fast speed internet. You know, she told me the other day that they have an app. That you can find people for foot fetishes. It's called Foot Finder. Wow. <laughs> this is the world we're raising our kids in. <laughs> wow. Did not know that. <laughs> you catch a 16 year old with some baby oil on their feet. Right. No, <laughs> they've been compounding that uh, allowance money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> is that oh, child porn? I God. do not know. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it's very crazy but it's it's a different world it's a different world right yeah and rather than shelter them tell them that they're wrong we got to help them navigate <laughs> yeah. yeah just be open and, yeah you know because anything and everything in the world i'm a person not of judgment yeah, because so, we was doing some highly crazy things when we were kids. Yes, Lord. Very dangerous. Yeah. Meeting people off MySpace. Yeah, man. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> For real. For real. Yeah, man. And um, so I say, uh, yeah, we can, we can help them navigate because we've seen and we've been through yeah. uh, a lot of things. We the pioneers we of this. We the pioneers of it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We the OG, triple OG. But at the same time, I can't give you advice. No. no. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's all you just tell actions. me what you're thinking, and then right. I can kind of, like, you know, piggyback like, off okay. of your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, you know. Yeah, and I think, because Mac is a Gen Z, yeah. She's on the young end. The young end the, of the Gen Z. That's the last of them mm-hmm. she is. And then the Harper is an alpha. Yeah. So, yeah, that's as far as like dealing with my little sister and my brother and like even the little Gen Z kids we run into at these damn vegan events and stuff. It's yeah. like you just kind of have to let them like 
you gotta let them talk to you yeah <laughs> and you can't judge them because right. judgment really um sets them off yeah it's like it's a, a thumbs big down. trigger for them yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> person will get a thumbs down it's like what are you telling what are you saying right yeah <laughs> it's, it's something man gen z is yo y'all a special generation they are but you know trick loud kids yeah man <laughs> <laughs> for sure <laughs> For sure, man. So you know, shout out all the parents out there that's raising that's these little raising Gen Z and, and Alpha trying to babies. Figure it out. <laughs> you know, shout it out is. to all the future parents. Uh, if you want to have a child, then mm-hmm. refer uh, to this podcast. Refer to it. Touche. <laughs> yeah. Might can give you some advice, but like you said, we gonna just listen. Yeah, and that's that's the best you can do for anybody. Yeah, if you don't want to have a kid, then. That's, that's okay. You. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Anyway, right? You know what I'm saying? Just <laughs> so um, you can be like, see, that's why I won't be a parent. That's a lie. That's a lie. Office hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Read a book. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's too much work. You want to just take care of yourself, and that's fine. That's okay too. Yeah, man. Outside is expensive. That's the next podcast. <laughs> yeah, it is the next podcast. Yeah, it's, it's expensive out there, y'all. So again, self-driven child. William Stixford, PhD, and Ned Johnson completely recommend it. Um, If you're, you know, having older kids, um, you want them to be more autonomous, you know, Mm -hmm. you want them to be, you know, running their own lives and coming to you when they, you know, hit a crossroads or, you know, puberty. (laughs) Right, exactly. Because they go through a lot of changes. It is. If you have a kid that's like, doing too much yeah they even talk about that oh those the stories in the book are just awesome yeah it tells you when you need to intervene yeah for sure you are the parent so sometimes you have to one of the stories that was um really really good was um the story about the parents that had the son that was wild Mm -hmm. he was buck wild i mean he was abusive to him and his wife and like it was always him getting arrested or having to go pull him from somewhere or trying to get him to go to rehab or just something. Mm-hmm. And like their life had become so much about fixing him and mm-hmm. fixing his problems and trying to get him to college and get him on a better path. And so um, something ended up happening. I think he got in a lot of trouble. He ended up having to go to rehab in order to save himself. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, the husband was sitting down with the guy that he was trying to get, you know, to help him out. And I think it was Ned. And he was just like, um, he was like, so how's everything now? He's like, actually, I feel really relieved that he's gone. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But it, it also led to him and his wife getting a divorce because like intrinsically their whole relationship was fixing him, fixing his problems. They couldn't focus on each other. Right. They completely yeah. lost one another. And then once he was gone, they didn't know each other. Right. So that's always been like, for me, like parenting always comes back to us. Like, mm-hmm. I don't ever want to lose our friendship, our relationship. Right. So reading that book 
and getting your child to, you know, on a path of being self-driven and putting yourself in a place where it's not stressful parenting, but you're just enjoying them. Mm-hmm. You can keep the joy in your marriage. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> keep it fresh. Keep it funky. Yeah, Focus on each sure. other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And put each other first because that's, that's the number one. That's the glue. That's, that's the, the glue. Root. That's the root. You know, and, you know, parenting is, you know, it's the prize. Yeah. It's the extra, you know. Right. We both children of divorce. And like um, my parents divorced when I was in high school, and yours split a as you years were, ago. yeah you were yeah, older. older, but um, we both know like <laughs> yeah for sure for sure man <laughs> yeah man yeah I know a lot of my mom was just raising us and yeah. you know you know you lose the spice yeah you lose the spice <laughs> you lose the sauce man mm-hmm. you know don't let the sauce dry up. Yeah, for sure. Let your kids live their lives. Let them do what they got to do. They going to do whatever they got to do. <laughs> and whatever they do, they just going to do it. Yes, from the womb that all the a, way up. It was a real black sentence right there. <laughs> <laughs> but I hope everybody gets it. You can do what you do. And if you don't, don't do, do it, it, then you ain't going to do it. And, and it'll be all right if you do do it. <laughs> it's like one of your uncles. Yeah, man. <laughs> hey, that boy gonna do what he do. <laughs> he gonna do what he do anyway. <laughs> so you need to do what you gonna do. Yeah, so, yeah. yep, that's been our parenting journey. Um, yeah. Again, our kids are just five and nine. You know, we haven't got up to the more challenging ages, yeah. but, you know. Well, you know, the oldest is 14. Yeah. That's here sometimes, so. Uh, we get a little glimpse of that. Yeah, but we but we give her, her real, space. Yeah, we give her space. She's real chill. Mm-hmm. Super chill. Yeah. Again, yeah. we give her her space mm-hmm. and let her talk to us when she. Yeah, needs and to. even like my niece, that's fifteen. I mean, she. I mean, she just give us it. Give us everything. Like she's just an open floor. Yeah. I mean, she's gonna talk. <laughs> she like to talk. Yeah. She always been like that though. Yeah. She like, she gonna like. <laughs> Oh Mario. <laughs> like, I know we're gonna be sitting. <laughs> Go ahead and give it to me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, man. Just um I'm thankful that you do give your kids that space because sometimes even when I was growing up, I felt like my mom gave other people's kids the space to yeah. talk more candidly than she gave me. Yeah. So, um And a lot of dads out there like don't give their kids that space because they both be macho and tough and Yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah. you know, I think a lot of us um, that grew up in those sorts of households, we get used to you know trying to be the vision of what our parents want us to be. Mm-hmm. And um, I encourage all parents to let go of that. <laughs> yeah, man, you, you, you gotta let that go. Yeah, you gotta let that go. You gotta, they gotta live their life. Yeah, for sure, they are humans too. Mm-hmm. They are, um, you know, just a blessing. Right, you got your life. Yeah, you got your life. You <laughs> doing what you do. Yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying? You, you cannot control your kids. Everybody disappointment to somebody. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You cannot control them. So let them do what they do, period. Yeah, that's that was my biggest lesson. That was my biggest lesson, too. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we, we watch TV and stuff, and we had, like, examples of, uh, characters on TV and how they was with like the Fresh Prince or uh, Family Matters and mm-hmm. you know things of that nature uh, and you think you're supposed to be like the hard dad or only soft and soft moments and mm-hmm. you know or but, the mom is just supposed to be supporting yeah right right 
um, the mom is the only one that understands the kids and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, change the narrative, y'all. Like, yeah. you don't have to be like that. You can be a father that really listens and, and be interactive with your children. Mm-hmm. You know, really be that linear from a, a male, masculine point of view. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just to give them options. Yeah, man, <laughs> options. Yeah, man, so. Yeah. And, you know, I know it's... um. Some women out there in play the reverse roles, but it's it's okay to give them a feminine version. Mm-hmm. You know, like talking to uh, your sons or your daughters and stuff like that. Like, I know a lot of I see a lot of examples of uh, women being hard on their daughters. Yeah, I deal with that. Yeah, I think this is just my hood feminism. Okay. I mean, I feel like I'm really hard on my daughters because, like, as black women in this world, we deal with a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they, black women, they, like, yeah, all the weight all of the world. all the weight of the world. Right. Like, you know, we at the bottom. Right. <laughs> so it's like, um, maybe we, we're always tough on one another is because, like, you know, we know the world gonna be tougher. Yeah. But um, lately I've been trying to work on that and, um, you know, trying to back up off that narrative. Like, yes, you know, we do deal with a lot in this world, but they need to know that it's not your burden to take on. Right. It's absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. Right. And a lot of women that's adult to this day don't really haven't had that epiphany. Like, wow, like I don't have to save everybody (laughs) right but you know the women that do you see the weight come off their shoulders you do you know you do because you don't have to save everybody you don't have to have a solution for everybody we was watching this protest in Portsmouth about some statue they had up oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) but it was my favorite part because she was like the dude that was running it was like uh no we gonna let him speak it was white dude we gonna let him speak and she said no Mm-hmm. Because I am tired. I don't have to listen anymore. Right. <laughs> right. I said, you better tell him, sis. Right. She was mad. I don't need, I don't know. I'm not, don't tell me I need to wait and listen. Yeah. I don't need to. Right. I'm done. Exactly. We taking this down today. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. It and is. she was serious. She was so serious. But she had the bullhorn on. You seen the weight like lift off her shoulders. Yeah, like, she, she did. Because she told both of the men, she told the black man and the white man that she wasn't waiting anymore and yeah. she was not going to listen. Exactly. <laughs> so you need to get the statue moving. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like uh, a lot of men is hard on their sons for like the same reason because, especially black men, mm-hmm. because we. Uh, have to deal with um a fear fearful america yeah you know when you turn to when you start getting in middle school the world started to change yeah we we looked at this thing on youtube and it's talking about how black boys are you know they become scary to you know their teachers once mm-hmm. they get to a certain age start maturing start yeah. muscles and mm-hmm. height and i've had a lot of um male friends when i was in high school that dropped out because the racism i had a lot of friends drop yeah out. A, a teacher telling friends. you you're never going to be anything yeah. and then you're already dealing with whatever you're dealing with at home mm-hmm. um it's not fair to y'all i mean like the teachers 
to be in the classroom and, and they point out somebody and like, yo, you're not gonna be nothing. Yeah, and that's, that's oh, you a terrible thing. Yeah. How you get to this grade level if you don't know how to read? Things like that, you know. You know, bump the fact that the system made it this way. The system <laughs> failed him. <laughs> yeah. You know, and um, and it was crazy. It was one guy like I only seen twice in my whole years of being in the same school system twice yeah like where was he at you know he i was like was you in homeschool no nope just didn't come to school just didn't come to school i'm like how do you get to the 11th grade and you just think about like those experiences like you guys have like taken those experiences and really like held on to them not really talking to anybody about what you've experienced and like constantly constantly carrying that weight mm-hmm. so when you do finally have kids it's like you know you want to protect them at all costs mm-hmm. even if that means you know cutting yourself off yeah. <laughs> from emotion <laughs> yeah exactly exactly and i think that's what happens we cut ourselves off from emotion and come from a militant standpoint the mask of masculinity yep your dad though like he's super awesome oh yeah like he's one of those like og dudes but Mm -hmm. at the same time like he gives you like five words and them joints be so profound yeah it changed your life it really changed (laughs) your life you listen to him i mean he'll drop a half a bar and you know it'll change your life and you like you really think about it and you're like wow wow (laughs) <laughs> profound. I mean, I remember uh, this one time and I was hanging out with a crew of people that um, was dangerous to me. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, every friend ain't your friend. <laughs> and I really thought about that every thing. Every friend I, ain't your friend. Five, five words. Five, <laughs> words. <laughs> five words. And, you know... <laughs> Yo, and I cleaned up my friend list immediately. Mm-hmm. Like I had to really think about it. Like, yo, you know what? You're right. Because that wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. That wouldn't happen. Right. Let me clean up this friend list. Mm-hmm. So yeah, my dad was radical, man. Love that guy. <laughs> yeah, me too. Your dad is awesome. Yeah. Your mom is dope. Cause um, she she really gave y'all like space to you know freely express yourselves. Yeah. And um, I was like, I always really admire that about your family. It's like how free y'all were. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Just I was like, yo, like I always, I always, y- y'all did whatever y'all wanted to do. Like yeah. in my Christian Southern Baptist family. Yeah, it was. Hell lockdown. no, it was lockdown central. <laughs> right, but we we uh, <laughs> you know we went to church on Sundays too, but at the same time. I think mom, she was just radical, and I think that just came from my grandma, and you know all the radicalness, like just being free. And one thing, um, you know, they always taught me was like, yo, life is life, mm-hmm. so you got to make those choices. You got to have fun while you're here. Mm-hmm. You know, everything is not uptight and not always serious. Yeah. You know, and um, mom always gave us the free reign to talk about whatever we want. I mean, like, yo, we gonna bring it. <laughs> we gonna bring it. Like, <laughs> yeah, your mom you know, is awesome. When it came to like, you know, serious things like things you need to talk about, like sex and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, it was it was always good. Man, I love my parents. Yeah, me yeah. too. I'm thankful. Um, their grandparents to our babies. Yeah. Yeah, thankful I'm married into your family. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure, man. 
Yeah. yeah. My um childhood was the complete opposite. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sex. <All right. laughs> We're not talking about sex. Oh man. We're not talking about sex. <laughs> <laughs> But that was this, you know, protection. I it, guess you it know. was. It was a lot. Like I remember, I am being vulnerable right now. Right. But I remember, um, I think I was like sixteen. I I took the purity vow. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't know what that is, it's like when you're a Christian and you give your virginity to the Lord. Mm. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And I was, <laughs> see, y'all didn't have that, you no. know, kind of dynamic in your well, house. I must have missed that program. <laughs> <laughs> I did got had a had a ring. Yeah, oh, you had a ring. <laughs> yeah, purity ring. And you're supposed to wear it on your ring finger. And when what? you get married, you're supposed to give it to your husband. Get out of here. I ain't lying. Where it at? I ain't got it. It broke uh, <laughs> in church. Um. See. See. <laughs> <laughs> and when it broke, in my mind, I'm like, Lord Jesus. <laughs> uh oh. Like those thoughts. <laughs> right. You those know. Thoughts, those are lingering. You know that TV show, Chewing Gum. Yeah. How the uh, the family like they was real Christian, oh, yeah, so yeah, she yeah. didn't know nothing about sex, and her her sister was real like she was like yeah, <laughs> that was me. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but my 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 fam when it was really hard to have difficult conversations um, about um, sex and relationships and things like that or um you know those sort of like the real nitty-gritty stuff it was really hard to have conversations in in my house like that but as far as like creativity Mm -hmm. um self-expression yeah um you know art (laughs) those things like my parents really cultivated that part of me i was in theater they supported all my dreams i don't know if they just wanted me to get on so i could buy fur coats <laughs> i don't know right but that was good though like they supported um, all your arts and they stuff. did and I, I took piano lessons and you know all those things so like i had a really blessed childhood so for me like the things that i was lacking that ability to be open with my parents um i just try to make sure that you know our girls have that so that yeah. they can safely talk about sex and sexuality and you know puberty changes because mm-hmm. um to not have that is difficult growing up because yeah. everybody else will tell you what sex is exactly. your first partner will do things to you and you think that's right right but you didn't know because nobody ever talked to you about pleasure or you know those consent right exactly <laughs> exactly so you know that part of parenting like that was what was missing out of my life so i just want to make sure that i'm giving that to them so they can yeah. be better for sure wow yeah it is amazing yeah yeah man and it's crazy because on my end it was like you need to learn how to please <laughs> my boy 
<laughs> Let me show you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo. Let me talk. Take, we gonna talk take, about it. Right. Take notes. <laughs> this is a picture. And <laughs> <Right. laughs> that's beautiful. Yeah. That is beautiful. That's so. Yeah. It's if and if we can share those things, we can talk about anything. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Mm-hmm. All about choices. Yeah. Talk about it. Here's your choice. Take take the choices and yeah right (laughs) you know (laughs) yeah so that's parenting that's my childhood part one i guess we gonna do another one when they get older yeah we revisit (laughs) we'll give you some we'll play that clip back (laughs) i ain't talking about sex (laughs) i don't want to hear about it i don't give a damn about that (laughs) (laughs) don't want to hear it (laughs) don't exist don't come to my house Looking like you 30 years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's that's terrible yeah, parenting. So, yeah, that's part one. <laughs> part two soon. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Well, tell the people where they can find us. All right. You can find me on Instagram at uh Money Griffin right now. Uh you can find our website the power couple real estate.com where they can find you i'm at afros and condos mm-hmm. on the insta um our business page on instagram the power couple yeah yeah hit us up let us know let us know how let your parenting know. experience is going yeah. are you doing something different or are you just you know following the blueprint your parents laid out you yeah. came out pretty well so hang on you know, don't, ain't no don't fix it if it ain't broke. Yeah, and if we don't get right back to you, refer to our last podcast. <laughs> Taking a social media break. Yes, because <laughs> that's just where we at. It is where we at. So, <laughs> all right, get at us, holler at us. Yeah, peace, right. love, and real estate. Peace, love, and real estate.